Hello everybody and welcome back to our meditation series of the Anything But Square podcast. My name is Gen Kelsang Dorning and I'm the resident teacher of Kanampa Meditation Centre Australia in the Dandenong Ranges and it is my pleasure and good fortune to be able to host this podcast. We're looking at the topic Fresh Beginnings, that's the theme of this short series and this week I'd like to, now that we've We've, we've added a spiritual dimension to our life, which gives us more direction, regardless of what actually happens in life. You know, sometimes things go well for us, sometimes they don't. We're living in uncertain times, as, as everybody knows. And um, by adding to our life this journey towards increasingly fortified or strong peaceful states of mind helps us to have direction regardless of what's happening so on that note what to do when we have to face with adversity in life this is the next thing we need to do as a spiritual person or at least a person who have a, with a slight spiritual dimension to our existence we now need to be able to use that spiritual side of our being to be able to deal with adversity when it arises. Now, if we're going to be able to do this, there's uh, an important understanding that we all need. And that is that when we face adversity or problems or difficulties, although we often feel that the situation itself is the problem, it's helpful to consider or be open to the idea that it may be our response to the difficulty that's the real problem. Why do I say this? Well, it's only possible to experience a genuine difficulty or to genuinely suffer if a painful emotional feeling arises within us with respect to that difficulty. And in Buddhism, we say that difficult or painful emotional feelings arise from the mind. And they're usually triggered by mentally resisting or fighting or going into conflict with the situation that we would rather not have to face. It's very easy when this happens, it's very easy for us to become angry or anxious or depressed, or sad, or, or any kind of negative emotion, because painful feelings are arising within us because we're going into a conflict mode of being mentally. We're, we're fighting mentally with what we are seeing. So I thought it'd be helpful in this session if I explain what is the mind, and then give some tools, or at least a tool, for being able to dissolve away that painful feeling if we can do that, if we can turn into our mind, stabilize our feelings by dissolving away internal conflict or internal painful emotion, we will be able to look at the situation through fresh eyes. We'll be able to observe this so-called difficult situation through the lens of a person who is mentally calm and peaceful. Now, it's worth reminding you at this stage that in Buddhism we define happiness as the pleasant mental feelings that arise from inner peace. 
So that's how we describe happiness. We say, well, happiness is a feeling, therefore it can't exist outside the mind. What is it exactly? It's the pleasant mental feelings, nice feelings, blissful feelings arising within the stream of our consciousness as a result of our mind being at peace. Why am I telling you this now? Well, if we've been able to dissolve away the unpleasant emotional feelings, dissolve away the conflict we're experiencing with respect to that difficulty, if we are making actively making our mind calm, then we will begin to observe that difficulty through that which generally is a source of happiness, inner peace. This puts us in a very interesting situation because if we have been able or accomplished a state of inner peace with this difficulty in front of us, and as a result of that inner peace, we've started to experience what Buddhists call happiness, you know, pleasant feelings, then we will begin to observe that difficulty as a person who is happy. Now, which is really philosophical territory here, because we could debate or discuss or argue, is it possible for us to happily experience a problem? Do problems exist to someone who is experiencing them with happiness? Discuss. <laughs> I would argue that you probably can't. I think one of the things that, uh, one of the necessary conditions for us to define something as a true problem or a true difficulty is that we experience unpleasant feelings with respect to it. So as a spiritual person, we are in this wonderfully unique, advantageous position because we are effectively using the difficulty to create mental happiness. I've called this before um, spiritual alchemy. In ancient times, when there were perhaps once alchemists, they would take a, a, a fairly mundane substance, they would add some magical potion or chant to that substance, and they would transform it into something that's valuable. In a similar way, if when we experience a difficulty, we have the mental technology to be able to make ourselves peaceful, and I'll explain how to do it shortly, to make ourselves peaceful, then we are potentially transforming a difficulty into the cause of happiness. That's amazing. You know, gardeners, I, I feel like we have a, I'm on an, an analogy run today. Gardeners use manure to grow flowers. Now, if you didn't know what to do with manure, if you were not a gardener, and someone offered you a couple of sacks of manure, you have literally just been dumped on. You have a couple of bags of manure on your front door. But if you know what to do with that manure to grow flowers, then you may regard that manure as quite valuable. So again, if we're a spiritual person, we will eventually change our position with respect to difficulties until maybe one day we find life's difficulties valuable for the development of our happiness. Okay, so this is how you do it. When we experience a difficulty, our first step, not to panic. Don't panic. Just turn your attention to your own mind. 
which is defined as something that's empty like space, like a clear space, doesn't possess form, and it functions to appear or perceive objects and so forth. For example, when you're dreaming, where do you think that dream world actually comes from? Well, it appears or rises within your mind, and then when you wake up, it dissolves back into your mind. So you know that. Feelings are the same. They're just like waves, waves of mind. They arise from the mind, and given time, they will dissolve back into the mind again. So if you were to turn your attention inwards and just observe the vast, clear space of your own mind, when you see there's that bad feeling with respect to the difficulty, Try to for- momentarily try to forget the difficulty and watch the movement or the play of the feelings within the space of your mind. We should not identify with the feelings. Don't think, I feel bad. Just simply think, within the clarity of my mind, there appears to be some unpleasant feelings. And don't be afraid of them. Don't fight them. Don't go into conflict with them. Just feel them. Eventually, we will discover that the difficult situation has done nothing more than trigger the potential for those feelings to arise. The difficult situation was not the cause of you feeling bad. It was just a trigger. If it wasn't that situation or that person no doubt something else would have triggered it by watching the feelings and allowing the feelings to dissolve back into the mind again we start to master our emotions you've only got to do this once or twice and you will start to feel mentally very strong emotionally very strong because you will start to understand that you have the power to control your suffering, as opposed to being at the mercy of the various difficulties of daily life. Right, I think it's time for a anything but square micro meditation. And in this short meditation, I'd like to once again go through that description of the mind. And I'm going to get you to use your imagination to imagine that any kind of turbulence or unpleasant emotions dissolve into that vast clear space and you start to experience through your imagination you start to experience happiness arising from the calm of your clear mind before we do it i just want to say one thing about imagination imagination is mind so if you imagine your mind is at peace then is there a lot of difference between your imagined inner peace and your actual inner peace? I would say no. And Buddha actually said that this is what's called practical imagination. Imagination can be very powerful for finding happiness. Okay, let's put it to the test then. Find a nice comfortable posture, a straight back, hands in your lap, If you want to, close your eyes, drop your shoulders, relax. 
And please follow these instructions. Think to yourself. My mind is clarity. It's a clear space. It's so vast, even dream worlds can arise within it. In general, it functions to appear or perceive objects, memories, images, and feelings. Please imagine that all unpleasant feelings dissolve into the vast ocean of your mind. Imagine the whole space of your mind becomes profoundly calm. Now just again imagine that wave after wave of pleasant feelings or happiness begin to naturally arise from your own still mind. Deep feelings of happiness and contentment naturally arising. Okay, it's a very, very short meditation, but like last time, it's a very simple meditation, so do it again, take your time over it, do it every day, and uh, next week we'll move on to another topic. Thanks again for joining us for our special meditation edition of the Anything But Square podcast, and do take your time to have a look around fedsquare.com when you get the chance, and maybe even join us for our meditation on Tuesday lunchtimes in the atrium. If you want to find out more about the teachings I'm giving in Melbourne, please have a look at our social media, Meditate in Melbourne, both on Facebook and Instagram, and our website is meditateinmelbourne.org. And we'll see you very soon for our next episode of Anything But Square.